Hey guys, Mubarak here. If you're at all interested in crypto trading, investing, and figuring out what are the best altcoins to invest in now, check out altcoinresearch.com. We just launched our new course that goes through the A to Z, regardless of your background or experience. And I know you guys are going to love it. So go check it out. Hey guys, welcome to the In Penny Stock podcast. I'm your host, Mubarak Shah, CPA and founder of In Penny Stock. And on this show, I help people around the world take control of their finances understand the markets you know regardless of your background experience and help you get to a place where you don't have to worry about checking your bank account or ever living paycheck to paycheck again now if you like the show i'd love it if you can click subscribe so that way you get my new episodes automatically downloaded and sent to you as soon as they come out so you can stay fresh on the hottest investment opportunities and education and now finally before we start today's show uh, if you're interested in learning more Please feel free to text the word STOCKS, S-T-O-C-K-S, to the number 44222 from your phone or wherever you are, and you'll automatically be subscribed to our email list where you'll get our free masterclass on how you can get started learning the market and taking control of your finances. All right, let's get into the show. Today is going to be a continuation of the daily lives we're going to be having, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. So we're going to keep this consistent. I want to give you guys access to me to be able to communicate, to be able to chat and interact with me. You know, come here with your questions. Come here with your stock ideas or anything like that, and we'll be able to get it solved here. All right, so currently this is only going to be for the VIP members at inpennystock.com, but for the next couple of days I'm going to be giving it uh, live to everybody. And so... Today, what we're going to be covering is how to set your watch list, all right, how to find the best stocks to trade. So I'm going to be going over a couple of my favorites, a couple on my watch list, and utilizing that to be able to share you guys on how to come up with your own watch list. All right, so we're going to be going through these stocks here. I'm going to be talking about the pros, the cons, how I came about them, and how you should try and visualize your own watch list, okay? Because this is key to be able to have success in the stock market, all right? A lot of new time traders or people sitting on the sidelines, you know, they get really confused or really wonder about how they can start trading stocks, right? And so the way to really do it is to know which ones you're gonna be looking at going into the stock market so that way when you're actually trading, you know which ones to scroll through, you know which stock screens to keep up and pay attention to during the day. All right, so let's start going through the watch list. I want to be kind of running you guys through my analysis process and how I think about it. So I have them in two separate colors, kind of. I know this one's here, but I kind of have them split up into, even though I keep it as one watch list, mentally there's two different criteria I'm targeting for. All right, so again, as you become more of an advanced trader, you'll understand how to bucket and segment the different stops you want to keep an eye on. But for now, I'm going to go into... The different ones I have here. So these ones are a bit more for the long-term investing. So what I mean by that is that for these specific stocks, I'm trying to find a good entry point. All right. So they've met a couple of my specific demands. They've met the criteria that I like to have for penny stocks or stocks that I'm looking to trade in and hold for the long term. All right. And so in this scenario, what I'm just looking for is a good entry point. All right. Because in stocks, overall, you could have the best stock in the world, the best company in the world, but if it's overvalued or the price is too high, then it's not a good trade right now. 
And in the same fashion, with especially with penny stocks, the whole concept is you can have a garbage company, but if you can make sure that there's a manipulation or a, a advantage to profit off of the stock price, then you can take advantage of that and get the profits in between. All right. So the first one I traded is uh, that I keep on my watch list is EA. All right. This is Electronic Arts, and it's the most popular video game publisher in the United States right now. They're they're known for coming out with you know the most popular Xbox games, PS4, and will be working with the new system coming out later this year as well. And just recently, they reported that they did, I believe, almost a billion dollars in microtransactions in 2019, right? So think about that. Those little kind of power-ups and pay-to-play systems, they did almost $1 billion in revenue from 2019. So they haven't fully published their audited financials, but you can expect to see high levels of earnings this year. Uh, what I also expect is that the you know esports division of the company and in general, the esports industry as a whole, that's skyrocketing and taking off now with games like Fortnite and Call of Duty running national and international tournaments, you know, the esports industry is going to get bigger and bigger and better. And so EA, even though it's a highly priced stock, I think it trades in the $109 range right now, it's still something that I'm looking for a good entry point on. So if it hovers or gets below to the, around the $100 range, that's probably where I'm going to set it. And just for a tip, you know, it's important to realize that a lot of stock trading is not – you know, for blue chip stocks and big public companies, it's a little different. But for the penny stocks we deal with, there's not algorithmic trading and hedge fund trading and quant automated trading going on. So in that scenario, it's a lot of times people are setting the stop losses, the sell limits. And so you can usually find good levels of support or resistance around that rounded numbers. So if you look at the level two of EA at the $100 mark, there's a lot of support and a lot of buy-in. So I feel that that's a confident bounce dip opportunity. Okay, so that's why I traded EDA. Right. So you're you're looking at a, you know just before I go into the next one, I want to explain that you're looking at a whole bunch of different facets. You need to come up with an hypothesis and really back it up with strong data as to why you're choosing some stock on your watch list. Right. So we have the billion in transactions. That's good. Up. That's a fundamental catalyst. Great news. Great company, right? Very reputable, been around. It's uh, it's in a great industry, the esports industry. And one of the things you have to understand just about markets as a whole, uh, this is like an economics theory, but uh, I can kind of explain it to you pretty simply, is that there's always going to be high-level brand names and incumbents in an industry, right? Especially a new one like video games. And even though those have been around for so, so long, EA is one of the incumbents. It's one of the big league names in the industry and there's always going to be upcomers and companies that might show more growth but they'll always have more levels of volatility built in so ea is kind of like a nice stable brand in that industry and so that's why i keep it on the watch list okay so now let's go into the next one kshv this is kush bottles actually i know a lot about this company specifically because of the work that i do in the cannabis industry as well but the reason i chose this is because it's actually had a massive rise and fall in the last year or so. Right? This stock currently is trading at about $1.50, but just a year ago, around the same time, it was trading closer to $6. Right? So uh, you might think, oh, you know, why would I want to trade a company that fell almost 75% in their value? 
But the great thing about push bottles is that everything has been turning around for them. If you look at their quarterly financials and this one, again, is more of a longer term thesis that I set up by understanding the industry, right? Understanding the players, reading the financials. So again, this is the longer term um, watch list on this side here, because these are stocks that I've spent a little bit more time researching and developing. And if you're watching this and you're like, okay, listen, I haven't done this research. I haven't been looking at stocks that long. Don't worry, because in the second half of the watch list, I'm gonna come up with the stocks that I just did about two minutes of research on, and I was able to identify where I want them and why I want them on the watch list. So I'll be covering how to review and analyze stocks that quickly and what to look for when you're viewing the stock price chart, uh, stock charts and the price action. So KSHB, I think it's a great buy because it's at, uh, at such a low price. Right now, they're actually trading at $1.50, but they sold on the public markets for $1.60. They raised another about $16 million in financing. And they're on the up and up. We know the management team. They're reliable and they're in an interesting industry and they're trading at an all-time low right now. And it would be a great time to get it because of the uh, buys and the potential upside that there is here. The final thing that really pushes me over the edge with Kush Bottles is something called analyst reports. Okay, so every public company, the bigger it is, like the Dow that I talked about yesterday, the Dow 30, the Dow Jones, um, those companies have probably hundreds of analysts reviewing them from top ranked firms on Wall Street, checking out and giving research reports, different reports on the stock. But Kush Models, because it's in the on the OTC markets, they have a little bit of less coverage and less people and less analysts, but there's still a decent amount. So Kush Models is kind of on the upper echelon of the penny stocks, if, if that makes sense, because it's an actual reputable company. It's definitely going to be able to be listed up on the New York Stock Exchange or NASDAQ if the management team so chooses to do so. And that's why KSHB is on my watch list as well. Let's keep going on to this one. These two I segment together. This is Verizon and AT&T. All right, so for those of you guys who have been watching me a little closely, you know that I have about almost 20% of my portfolio in AT&T. But I'm actually, the reason I started is because just today, for those of you guys who are interested in the telecommunications news or might have even seen it just like that, but Sprint and T-Mobile actually got authorized to do their merger. So now we have these billion dollar companies merging together, and these three are pretty much the kings of the telecommunications industry, Verizon, AT&T, and now you have T-Mobile and Sprint as one specific entity. Right, and that merger should be completed as soon as April uh, of 2020. So that's pretty quick for a multi-billion dollar merger in such an intense industry like telecommunications. Now, these fit in another segment because I want to talk about how you can adjust your watch list, right? Now that I know that this merger is about to happen, even though I like these stocks as good dividend holds, I'm probably going to liquidate some of my share of AT&T given the new level of competition that's going to come into the market. All right, so being a good stock trader also involves understanding industry news and keeping up to date with the current research and stuff going on. You know, Sprint and Verizon, uh, T-Mobile, they shot up in stock prices. Sprint went up almost 80%. But I actually did not put in a lot of money into Sprint because I was also thinking that there was a high chance that the merger fails. Because a lot of the times these types of mergers, like what happens in you know, the Comcast, Time Mobile, Warner, Cable, all those companies, there's always issues with the mergers on such a massive scale. 
the only reason I believe this merger got through with T-Mobile and Sprint is because there's already two incumbents. If there was only one of these guys here, then it probably would have failed, to be honest, given just a general experience I've had watching mergers fail in the industry over the last five years. So this is actually interesting because, you know, just because you have something on your watch list doesn't mean it's always going to be there. You still have to react to the market. You still have to react to industry events. And based on certain catalysts that occur in the market, you'll make certain actions. So I'm going to be liquidating a certain percentage of my AT&T. Fortunately, I made a lot of gains there, so it's in a good way. Uh, but this is something that changed because if you literally asked me yesterday and I was a talk, we weren't talking about the merger, I would have told you that I was, I was going to be holding on to AT&T for another 10 years. So, you know, good traders react to the market. doesn't mean that you have one thesis and you stick to it. No, you have to, based on new information, you change, you react, and you profit. Okay, so these are another two that's still good blue chip stocks. You know, they're on the Dow or at least VZ is and reliable. They're just changing because of the ever-changing landscape of that industry. All right. Now, this one's in my, one of my favorites. Um, it wouldn't necessarily be in my normal trades, but I wanted to talk to you guys again. Different ways to think about the watch list, different ways to develop it. And so this is actually a Starwood Capital Group or their Trustwood Realty Group, STWD. And the main reason I'm holding this stock is only because the CEO and the management team are geniuses. And they've created successful companies in the past. Uh, they are the reason why Starwood you know, came about. They helped with the Marriott merger. The CEO, Barry Sternlich, is probably the smartest individual that I've ever seen speak interview, talk. I've watched every single one of his talks. I've tried to listen to all his earnings calls. And I just know that their company is going to be super successful. Uh, every analyst in the industry have given them 100% buy rating. Every single one. And for, for since the history, since it's been around. And uh, it also has a nice 7.5% dividend yield. which is fantastic for long-term holding. You know, the 7.5%. And so with Starwood, all I'm doing is I buy on the dips. So I'm looking at the technical analysis. I'm paying attention to especially the five-day charts because I'm trading it pretty often. So five-day for the weekly and then on the one-month charts to be able to kind of pay attention to when, when are the levels of support and resistance being set. And as soon as the stock is reaching around the support level, I'm trying to up my stock value and my portfolio in Starwood for that amount. Okay, so again, all different ways. You've got EA, which is because of the industry and the potential of growth of the esports industry. you got Kush Bottles at a low. You have this because of the industry. You have Starwood because of the CEO, right? And these are all legitimate reasons to be able to choose stocks on your watch list. You know, all you're trying to do is buy low, sell high, all right? For now, again, shorting is a whole nother ball game that I'm going to talk about at the end of this uh, seminar. But really, I would just want you guys to be able to focus on what's more simple, right? My goal is to get people to make their first trades in 2020. And then the people who are trading, I want them to learn how to become profitable. And that's our focus here at Embedding Stack. So as I mentioned, this is kind of more of the longer term watch list. This is much of the shorter term watch list. And some of these stocks I even added today. Okay. So there's a di whole different variety of reasons as to why you would trade certain stocks. And that's kind of what I want to get into here is so that you can kind of understand what are different reasons why you would trade. Okay. So the first one is Codex. This is actually a biotech company. 
it already kind of saw, um, as I've discussed in the past, or what you should be wary of, is biotech companies or pharmaceutical companies, their whole game in the stock market is people are just waiting for whatever kind of revolutionary drug or medication that they're developing. As soon as that gets approved on trial on round two by the FDA, then the stock price shoots up. So Codex has currently experienced that right now. I think a week or two ago that already happened. So the massive, you know, 100, 200% gain has already occurred here. But this is developing a very nice head and shoulders pattern. Okay. And the head and shoulders patterns kind of looks like this. You'll have your stock price fluttering, you have a large gain, a dip, and then you have even a larger gain, and then a dip, and then you have some flutters. And this is right here where we're in on the head and shoulders chart of Codex. And at that point, right, not all the time, but most of the times there's a head and shoulders reach where essentially the stock price will go back to its second high. All right. And there's certain measures that you need to keep an eye out for in order to see that happen. All right. So like I said before, you never react to just the stock itself or even the news. You wait to see how the market reacts and then you get in accordingly. So same thing with Codex is that right now I, I believe based on, you know, half a decade or just the general whole stock market history that there's a high chance of it getting another shoulder and being able to profit off of that high. But I didn't buy it. I'm waiting to see the price volume, the price action on the day of, like tomorrow, and then I'll make my decision. Okay, so even stocks that have already had their high gains, you can still include them in your stock market, in, in your watch list, sorry. Now, next stock that I have on the watch list is WTER. This one just came about because they just went through a 32% dip in one day. Right. And so sometimes the biggest losers in the stock market are very interesting purchases because a lot of the times the stock market, you know, works on momentum. There's a lot of kind of market psycho mob psychology in the trading market. So as soon as some people start to sell and there's a dip, more and more people start to sell because they look at the other guy selling and looking at the stock price and think, no, they might know, no, not, they might know something we don't know. And so they'll actually try and just sell. To be able to make sure they're not caught held, you know, holding the bag. But WTER is pretty much the alkaline water company, and they falling 32% in one day is not a reasonable market move, especially because that puts them almost at an all-time low. But the sweet spot and the reason I'm looking at it and probably will end up trading it tomorrow is because it's fluttering the, the, the loss of almost a third of its stock price caused it to flutter around the one dollar range. The reason I love the $1 range is because of any stocks that are trading around $1, as I mentioned just earlier in the webinar, that though that's, that's a psychological number that people set as a threshold on their levels of support. And so the $1 mark is usually a super strong level of support. And personally, I know that the second, I can also control my risk very well here because the second WTER goes to 99 cents, I will immediately sell because there'll be a massive sell-off at that point. So for me, I like this investment because not only do I have my upside managed because I know this 32% was an overreaction by the market, but then on the flip side, I can control my risk and set my stop loss already because of the hard indicator at the dollar mark. All right, so WTER, when plays like this happen, it's rare, but it's usually a great type of play. And I can probably 
predict that I'm going to be talking about making some good money from WTER over the next few days or weeks. Um, so that's why that gets added to the watch list. Uh, we're almost done. We have two more. And again, I'll be doing this on a daily basis, not necessarily the watch list portion, but at least on a weekly basis at the executive VIP at inpennystock.com. So check that out after this if you're interested in learning more. Uh, but let's get into PYX. Now, PYX is a really interesting company, and there's a mix as to why I'm trading. First of all, it's on it's at an all-time low. So it's again, when I see that, I think about discount. I think about, you know, it's on sale pretty much, right? You can get a good value from it. But there's a lot of other measures, right? Because the company could also be at an all-time low because it's just a terrible company and it's about to go out of business, right? So it's still important then when you see that type of action happening to look a little deeper and understand what's going on. And when you look into PYX, it's just an amazing story. It's a cigarette tobacco industry stock that's also gotten into the CBD world, right? So great catalyst, great industry to be in, a lot of money. They did $2 billion in sales, okay, $2 billion. And you know what their market cap is because of the loss? $50 million. All right, anybody, anybody in this space would pick up this stock in a millisecond because think about it, they're doing $2 billion in sales and yet they're only valued at $50 million. They have more than just sitting inventory. They have $150 million in inventory. And you can look at that because every public company has to report their financials if they're on the New York Stock Exchange or NASDAQ. So you can just Google their balance sheet or their income statement or look into the financials portion of whatever you're using, whether it's Yahoo Finance, whether it's Equity Fee, whether it's Invis, wherever you're researching your stocks, it's very easy to tell. So this is almost kind of like what I like to call a Warren Buffett play because his whole game was value investing. So his whole concept was, I only like to buy companies. First of all, he does things like Coca-Cola, candy, bubblegum. He likes to say now that it was because, you know, it's a long lasting product. But in reality, when you read the security analysis by Benjamin Graham and his investing methodologies, and you start understanding as to why he did the trades he did at that time, he was basically looking for companies that even if you stripped everything away, if tomorrow company just everybody working there no longer showed up to work, including the executive management team. He would look at companies that have just enough assets on their balance sheet that are worth more than the market cap of the company. And what that means is that the company's being traded on the stock market at a discount and people aren't understanding that even the bare bones minimum, the factories and the chairs and the inventory of this company, if we were to liquidate it tomorrow, it would still give us more money than what people are pricing it at today. Okay, so that's a little bit financial based. Again, I would recommend doing some research and maybe I'll talk more about it, uh, about balance sheets and financial statements. They sound complicated, but they're actually very simple. They just simply tell you like a list item of what the company has. So, you know, it looks intimidating, but it's very, very basic once you know what to look out for. So PYX for me is a great value buy because of the fact that it's doing so much in sales and the market cap is just treating it poorly right now. And I think it's a great buy. And then finally, I have, uh, even though I don't really short anymore, I haven't shorted in the last couple of months. And I kind of stay away from it because, because of my day-to-day -day activities. I'm not necessarily in front of the market at all times as I used to be. So uh, VTVT isn't the short that I'm looking at. This is another biotech company that had a massive gain, kind of like 100% gain overnight. 
because of the new FDA approval. And I find that it'll if you're looking to for short opportunities, if you're watching this and you're like, hey, why doesn't he talk about shorts? Well, I don't talk about shorts mainly because of the unlimited loss potential that they can have. And just for new students, that's just too intimidating. It's just not a friendly environment that I want to attract attention to. You know, you have to be a sophisticated investor to be able to properly trade shorts. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, a lot of day traders, especially in other niches like the old Tim Sykes, Tim Grittani, Mark Crook, that whole kind of segment, they make a ton of money shorting and they do it very strategically and they're very good at it. And they probably make more than my average traders, including me, going long. But we feel that there's less risk and much more safety involved in the way we trade. But VTVT, again, biotech play, shot up 100% in a day, I think earlier this week or end of last week. And now it's just, you can't carry that level of momentum. You know, it was just, again, overreactions in the markets. So that's essentially how I put together my watch list, right? We're going to be doing this on a weekly basis, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, every single day. And, you know, come here with your questions, come here. I think there might be some issues with the live right now in terms of commenting, but we're going to have that fixed. And again, this is the last week that's going to be available to the public. After maybe Thursday, Friday, it's only going to be available to the VIP members at the Facebook group. So sign up at intendingstock.com if you're interested. And again, if you want access to us, if you have any questions, we do these shows for you guys. We want to be able to be a resource for you guys. So you can email us at admin. That's A-D-M-I-N at InPennyStock.com. And we're also all over social media at InPennyStock on Instagram, Twitter. You can message us through YouTube, uh, Facebook. So we're looking to hear from you guys. Check out our site. And again, finally, just at the end, I just want to mention, we have a 50% sale going on at InPennyStock.com. Great program if you're looking to get step-by-step -step guidance from me and my team a 250 video library at impennystock.com, all for you, available at 50% off. Just go to impennystock.com and check out the pricing section, see which program works for you. We have a variety of them. And then use the member code NEWMEMBER50, all lowercase, all one word, NEWMEMBER50, in order to get that. Hope you enjoyed that podcast. I know we went into a lot of detail, uh, but if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me at admin. A-D-M-I-N at inpennystock.com and feel free to comment, review, and subscribe. That way you'll get notified immediately when we drop the new podcast and I'm focusing on dropping a new podcast every day. So on your commute to work, at the gym, whenever you're walking, or even just for a casual briefing on what's going on in the markets, you can definitely get an episode from here at inpennystock. And finally, Always let me know about what topics you're interested in, either via the review or emailing me, and I'll make sure we deliver the content you're looking for. Thanks for your time.